Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. Many adoptive families inquiring about adoption want to know what can they do to increase their chances of having a successful adoption. We've spoken in previous podcasts about why adoptions sometimes do not have a happy ending that are not successful. Sometimes adoptions don't go through because of the birth mother changing her mind or external factors influencing uh, the birth mother or birth parents. What adoptive families have often asked is, is there something that they can do to increase or improve their chances of their adoption being successful? And the answer is unequivocally, yes. Note that it's not always the birth mother or the birth father that changes their mind. Sometimes adoptive families do change their mind about the adoption and it's not a successful adoption because they themselves choose to terminate the match between themselves and the birth mother. But that is for another podcast. Today's podcast is just focusing on successful adoptions and what adoptive families can do to make them as successful as possible. In other words, when you want something to happen, you want to know, okay, what is everything I can do so that I know at the end there's nothing I haven't done. There's no box left unchecked. So in doing this for over 16 years, Mm -hmm. this is what I have found. This is not based on studies or research. This is based upon what I have seen work and not work. And that's not to say it will work with everybody or every birth mother, but these are Actions that have been taken that, in my opinion, have drastically improved the potential success of an adoption. Okay. All right. So here we go. When you create your adoption profile book, make sure you send a copy of it to the adoption agency, a hard copy, whether it's a softback book or a hardback book, doesn't matter. A lot of moms actually like the softback books because they're easier to read than the hardback bounds. But if you are sending over a a PDF version and your birth mother has chosen you to match with on a PDF version, make sure you still follow through and get that made into a book and give her that book. Mm -hmm. The birth mother will hold on to that book 
for the rest of her life. During her pregnancy, she will read it over and over and over and over again, and she will memorize it. It looks complete when it is a book. If you are handing a birth mother a printed out PDF that is stapled together because there is not a hard copy of an actual book, mm-hmm. that is very different. They need something to hold on to, something to be proud of in terms of the family that they chose. If you have an open adoption and you live out of state and the birth mother is wanting an open adoption and is open to you traveling to see her before she delivers, do it. Do it, even if it's for a weekend. It is much easier to continue to progressively build a relationship with somebody that you have met in person than solely over the phone. If you can't do it, you can't do it. But if you can make it a point to show her, I care so much about you as a person because you flying out ahead of time has nothing to do with the baby. The baby is not born. It is you saying, I care enough about you that I'm going to make the effort and I'm going to travel to show you how much you mean to me. It is very appreciated. Even if it is having one meal together and spending a little bit of time, it is a huge, huge deal. And it also shows her your commitment. And remember, you're building a relationship that is going to last a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And you only have a limited amount of time to build that relationship before the baby's born. And I mean, while technology is incredible, and these days we can do so much with Zoom or with Skype or all the other, you know, FaceTime on your phones and everything else, it's amazing. And these are things we never could. As a matter of fact, these are things we dreamed of when we saw Star Trek and thought, wow, that would be the coolest. But when you compare an actual physical conversation with somebody to a Zoom call, there is no comparison. There never will be. It will never be the same as being in the presence of somebody and talking directly to them. Even in the midst of the COVID crisis with masks on and everything else, you're still in that physical proximity. It's, I don't even know how to describe the difference, but there, it's no comparison. Agreed. Another one is to give birth parents control over decisions when possible. When a birth mother's placing a baby for adoption, as her delivery gets closer and closer, she starts to feel a loss of control. In order to give her more sense of control and increase her feelings of not knowing that she's going to lose, like I said, what she is in control of at this moment, when people feel loss of control, they grab onto it more strongly and they they start reaching. And so giving her the control is really going to help. So some ways that you can do that are, Together, choose a name for the baby. Or at minimum, let her choose the middle name. Let her decide what day and time the weekly telephone calls if you're having them take place. When she creates a hospital plan, support her in her plan. Commend her for what an amazing plan that she has created. Buy two take-home baby from hospital outfits and let her pick which one the baby goes home in. Let her put the baby in the outfit. Give her those moments because you're showing her not only that you support her and what she's doing, but you're showing her that you are going to allow her to be a part of this baby's life in an open adoption. Little things can go a really long way. So 
prior to delivery, but after match, talk to your adoption agency and ask about the rules about gifts for birth mothers, frequency, monetary, and delivery in terms of state laws and agency regulations. If you're allowed to send weekly handwritten, don't type them, handwritten cards, and both the adoptive mom and the adoptive father should be writing in this card. Again, it is a thousand times more personal if it is handwritten. Include inexpensive gifts if you are allowed to. If you're not allowed to, just send the card. In our agency, we have them send the card to us and their case manager delivers it to the birth mom. So including some inexpensive gifts would be maybe a $10 gift card to a bookstore, um, hand lotion, you can get it at Bath and Body Works, especially with the sales coming up, the warm fuzzy socks as it gets closer to Christmas, mm -hmm. making a handmade necklace, or even some cute hair clips. So when she's in labor, she can put her hair up if she has longer hair. These can be really small, thoughtful gifts. When you are on the telephone call with her and you're doing weekly calls, ask about I've been on hundreds and hundreds of these phone calls. And I find that a lot of adoptive families want to talk about the baby. How's the baby? Are you feeling the baby move? What do the doctors say about the baby? Is the baby kicking a lot? Mm -hmm. You know, do you have heartburn? Does that mean the baby has hair? Stop. <laughs> Ask about her. You're building a relationship with her. You are going to have a lifetime to build a relationship with the baby. Talk to her about her. Find out more about her. The more you find out about her, the closer that you can get with her. The more you can connect with her and really build a solid foundation for a relationship. Ask her what her favorite childhood book was. Make sure that you have one for the baby when the baby's born. Find out her favorite animal, her favorite color, her gemstone, her favorite food, what clothing brand she likes. These are all things, too, that you'll be able to share with your child later in life. Find out what her favorite holiday is, her favorite holiday tradition. An example I usually give when I talk with adoptive families about the holiday tradition is we always open stockings first. So maybe find out, do you open Christmas stockings first? Mm -hmm. Or after? do you do it on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? And just see so that you can incorporate some of those traditions that are important to her into your family, into your lifestyle. Ask her what she wanted to be when she was a child when she grew up. Ask her what her favorite childhood memory was. You can even ask her things like, did you ever ride a bus to school? I mean, those it sounds silly, but those are things that are really interesting to learn whether or not you rode a school bus. Ask her what she does when she's bored. Mm -hmm. you know, some people doodle on paper. Some people clean. Some people shop online. Some people um, write. They journal. Find out what she does. Uh, ask her how many siblings she has and what her relationship is like with them. Does she have the same relationship with them that she had when she was a little girl than she has now? Mm -hmm. What is the one thing about her that not many people know about? And it can be, you know, something, you know, silly or fun or something absolutely amazing. Maybe she can juggle. Maybe she can, <laughs> um, you know, do a handstand for almost a minute. You never know. Until right. You talk to her. And again, that would go with special skills. All of these questions you can also ask to the birth father, because if he's involved with the birth mother, he needs to have the same relationship with you that the birth mother does. Some other points. Don't be late to meetings or phone calls. 
sincerely. You need to show her that you're a priority, that she's a priority. When you are late for a meeting or a phone call, Mm -hmm. it says to the person, you're not important enough for me to be here on time. Right. And she should be at this moment, the most important person in your life. Next to your spouse. Uh, Keep (laughs) your commitments, no matter how small or how hard it may be. So let's say uh, you have a phone call scheduled for two o'clock on Wednesday and you just got invited uh, to a meeting with work and you've really got to, you know, you're supposed to attend this meeting. Mm -hmm. If this was a doctor's appointment for your own pregnancy, you would not miss it. Right. Treat the phone call as such. The other thing that I've seen adoptive families do is only one of them will get on the phone because the other one couldn't get away. No, 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 no. You should both be there. You are together going to raise the child. You need to show up. Don't make, don't make promises. If you say, oh, I'm putting a card in the mail, put the card in the mail. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? let days go by and think, oh, I've got to do that. I've got to do that. Stop procrastinating and just do it. Follow through. Well, and I think that especially to the birth mother, this points out, hey, if they're breaking promises to me and they're going to live with my child for the rest of that child's life or, you know, that 18 years or whatever, they're going to break the child's heart. You know, they're going to break promises to the child. And are they really going to follow through on their post-adoption communication? That as well. Have to substantiate trust now. Mm -hmm. Always, always, always tell the truth. Always. Yeah. Uh, she's memorizing every word you're saying. After she meets with you, talks with you, sees you, she is going back home and rethinking everything you said. Because, again, she is making the ultimate sacrifice in placing her baby. And she needs to find peace within her to do this. Let her know little details about your life so she can imagine her baby in your life with you as parents. So little things like maybe you take off your shoes when you walk in your house, tell her that, or maybe you, um, maybe you don't use an alarm clock. Maybe you use one of those, um, like, uh, alarms that like send a vibration or something to wake Mm -hmm. you up, or maybe you wake up to the same song every day or something, even if it's quirky and kind of different, like share it with her, let her know, like, this is who I am. Or mm-hmm. maybe you absolutely love to knit scarves, but you only knit them in blue. You know, those <laughs> little things like make you different, make you stand out and make you special. And so share those. Yeah. Just like you want to know those things about her. She wants to know them about you and where her child's going to be. So Absolutely. And then one of the last ones that I have is, and this is, again, one of the most important things. Always refer to the baby as hers. This baby is not your baby until the adoption is finalized, until at least consents are signed. When we're, we have been in a hospital situation and the baby's being born and the birth mother is in the room with the adoptive family and you know the heart rate starts to drop a little bit or something, it starts to get a little chaotic and a little worrisome, you know, we have heard an adoptive family say, oh no, my baby, my baby. And it's not your baby. It's still her baby. Until she signs consent documents, that is her biological child. That is the ultimate sign of disrespect to her. Mm -hmm. Respect her 
by showing her, I understand this is your baby. And I think you're doing something amazing by placing your baby with me, letting me be the mother to your child and raising your baby. Don't take that away from her by claiming this baby prior to her handing the baby to you. And that's something that is so important because when somebody tries to take possession of someone or something before that person is ready to relinquish it, Mm -hmm. what happens? They hold on tighter. And so these are just some things that if you do, um, I hope they will help increase your probability of having a successful adoption. Try to, you know, do all or as many as you can, because again, these are good things that will just cement a foundation of trust in a relationship that both of you are going to have for the rest of your lives. Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. If you're listening and you're dealing with an unplanned pregnancy and want more information about adoption, Building Arizona Families is a local Arizona adoption agency and available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112. That's 623-695-4112. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan or just get you more information. You can also find out more information about Building Arizona families on their website at azpregnancyhelp.com. Thanks also go out to Grapes for allowing us to use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Birth Mother Matters in Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to us. We'd really appreciate it. We also now have a website at birthmothermatterspodcast.com. Tune in next time on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Raines.